Welcome back to the COS, the Call on Our Shop podcast. This is Austin. I'm joined by Logan. And boy, oh boy, Logan, we got a busy episode today and none other bigger than Super Bowl Sunday is on the way. If you are new to the channel, consider that subscribe button down below. If you want to go download the podcast, the link is down below as well. Subscribe to the channel. Lastly, if you are new, almost at 23,000 subscribers. But first off, Logan, how are you doing? This is a big week for us. <laughs> This is this is exactly you know what we've building, been building to all season long. And week by week, we talk about you know who's who's Super Bowl contenders and who's going to win it all. Finally, we get to see uh, what it's all led up to. No, no Sunday bigger than Super Bowl Sunday. This is an American holiday for all of our international friends. the the world The world in America stops on Super Bowl Sunday. It's it's a big day. It is true. It's kind of bittersweet ending to the NFL season, which been full of a ton of different memories. And maybe we'll recap our favorite memories next week. But man, there's no none bigger than Super Bowl Sunday. We get two of the, I mean, Bengals and Rams. Now a lot of people might not have expected both these two teams to be here at the end of the day, but we're gonna here to give you give you our favorite props. We're gonna talk about a couple of different our spread picks of the day, a bunch of different other things. But first off, how are you doing, Logan? Because last week we didn't really have any any football. We yeah, sort no. of did. <laughs> I'm I'm doing all right. Um, yes, I I missed uh, I missed not having football last week, but uh, guys get used to it. Sadly, we're gonna have to figure out uh, what direction we're taking this this podcast. But for all of you guys who have loyally been you know with us through football season, we're we're still gonna make the episodes just as good. Uh, you know, in in the off season, we, we're gonna talk about a whole lot of things. But I'm doing very well. You know, it, it's just just the middle of the week. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. Um, as always, if you want to click that like button, we'd really appreciate it. I got to say shout out to our newest COS All-Stars. You guys have been killing just the join button on the channel. We really appreciate it. So I've talked about in NBA videos. I'm kind of posting our plays earlier uh, than the video gets live. That will be the same case for uh, for the NFL, the Super Bowl, and it will be the same case for MLB season whenever that lockout ends. So if you want to hit the join button on the channel, we'd appreciate it. We'll shout you guys out in our normal NBA or baseball, whatever the day may be. But woo. Let's talk about some football, and let's talk about this past weekend. It wasn't the best football. It was the Pro Bowl. <laughs> we had the Pro Bowl, and they do a lot of shenanigans that go on with the Pro Bowl. But I want to hear your thoughts because we texted a little bit about this, and you have some choice words for the Pro Bowl, so I'm going to let you uh, – the floor is yours. You know, I, I every year I have some choice words for the Pro Bowl because I, I, I'm truly so turned off by whatever that product is that they throw on the field. Look, the Pro Bowl is supposed to be a celebration of the players and having good seasons, and it's also be, to be a celebration for the fans, right? I, I, I really was – well, first of all, caveat, didn't watch a single minute of it, and I didn't have to <laughs> because all I had to do was hop on social media and see people posting of, you know, game clips from it and, and me saying – Oh boy, they're playing two-hand touch out there. Why would you put on full pads to go out there and just pretty much play two-hand touch? It's 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 an abomination that they call it real football because this that's not real football. These these athletes risk injury week in and week out in the regular season. What what do they have to play in the what do they have to play for in the Pro Bowl? Nothing. They're not going to risk injury. Football, unlike the NBA, unlike baseball. Like so baseball, I, I like I like baseball's format a lot where you know the ALNL, the winner of the of that all-star game gets to host the World Series. You know, they get home field advantage. That is a big, you know, that is something, you know, to talk about. Not necessarily saying the Pro Bowl needs to follow that format, but I have I do have a, a, a proposition okay. for Roger Goodell. I want to hear your thoughts first, though, before I lay out my master plan. 
Um, all right, we don't want to spend too much time on the Pro Bowl, but in my opinion, yeah, you're right. There's really not much of an incentive for the players to play now. I do like kind of what they've done with like the dodgeball tournament. I think that's pretty cool. Some it of the is. specific things they do, but some of them can be a little bit corny. And um, not that that's a bad thing. I mean, I know it's for the fans, and some fans want to see the players put on a show and things like that. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of hard for the players to really get motivated to play because what if they get injured or they have free agency pending? They also have just been spending like a week or a month off. A lot of these players are months off the season just to come back and play this meaningless game. So I don't blame the players for not trying. I just don't know what the uh, right way to fix it is. And I was hoping maybe you could give me an offer. My my The, the way to fix it, and I'll, I'll step off my soapbox in a second just because this fires me up because I played football and I know – that there's no incentive to hit anybody. Turn it into more of like a seven-on-seven, seven, like a, a a pass skeleton type, something something fun. Because we saw in that game a, a fun little matchup, the Diggs brothers faced off against each other. Stuff like that, you don't have to go and put on an exhibition football game because that's not, that's not what people are, are tuning in to watch. They want to see weird matchups. They want to see one-on-ones. They want to see those types of storylines that you see in a normal football game. And they can do it if you just modify it to be a seven-on-seven. Seven. You don't need linemen in, in a Pro Bowl. I'm, 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 I, you can select them to the Pro Bowl team, but it's no no battle of the trenches is going on. Nobody pays to see that in, in the Pro Bowl. So I'm just saying that is that is my solution. That could be an interesting idea. I think building off of that, you could do something maybe like a one-on-one tournament or something along those lines, which would be pretty sure. cool, like cornerback versus a DB or maybe – running back versus linebacker, things like that, I think could be pretty interesting. I know people have kind of asked for that for the NBA. They always want to see, you know, LeBron James go up against Kevin Durant in a one-on-one or like Damian Lillard versus Kyrie Irving, things like that, which people, which would be really cool for the NBA. I'm sure they could kind of bring that over to the NFL. Just don't know exactly, you know, seven on seven would be interesting to watch, probably more fun than the actual pro ball, but who knows what they're actually going to do. It's kind of hard to build, you know, credit to the people that have to, manufacture all of the pro bowl thing like they got a tough job in themselves they're 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 already they already have are off on a bad start regardless of what they do it's meant to be just a filler week leading up to the super bowl and i mean that's kind of what it what it served as but it's just i don't know football purist to me it just ticks me off to watch them claim that as normal football because it it really isn't they're just it's it's disgraceful but uh no let's let's talk transition it into what the lead up was about and that's that's about the Rams and it's about the Bengals. It's about the Super Bowl. Oh, man, I'm so excited for this. one. Yeah, you're right. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. That's what we're going to talk about the majority of the rest of the episode. And you see the Rams are four point favorites over under 48 and a half points. And Logan, I know this is going to be the biggest pick that you have of the season. And so I want to know <laughs> heads or tails on the yes. kickoff on the t- uh, right at the ki- right on the coin toss. We need to know. What is your lock? We're max whale play 25 units on it. What are you going with? <laughs> um, well, tails never fails. So boom, right there. <laughs> and and can I can I just say something? There's no cooler bet in, in that you can bet in the Super Bowl than heads or tails because it's a truly 50-50 bet. No other bet is like that. I'm just saying it's it's really cool. If if one side is juiced, then they have insider info because it's a two-sided coin. <laughs> I've always been curious how much percentage is on what side, you know? Like yeah, I feel like a lot of people will be tails, like 65%. And not yeah. that it's fixed or anything, but it could be. <laughs> Vegas made the call with the two-sided coin. All right. There well, the one-sided coin. Heads. Both heads. 
Well, I'm going to go with heads just because I want to go against you. I want one of us to be a winner. So okay. we're not going to squad right. If we squad road tails, they would be guaranteed to be heads. So uh, I'll go heads. You're going tails. And now the other biggest question is the winner. What's the Gatorade color? Like, I mean, you have to decide on one. I put all the odds on the screen right now. Orange is favored at plus 180. No mm-hmm. Gatorade shower, which is if you bet no Gatorade shower, you hate fun. But that's plus 300. Yellow Gatorade plus 350. Blue plus 400. Clear plus 600. <laughs> red plus 750. And purple. Plus eight fifty, and I want to know which one you're going with, my friend, because I have a there, pick. Yeah, there's a. To me, there's tremendous value at blue plus four hundred. I'm wearing. I'm wearing that that color, and I could just see it. Look, blue Gatorade is delicious. Um, yellow Gatorade, get out of my face! It shouldn't be plus three fifty. That's disgusting. That no no one drinks that stuff. But blue is blue is a cool color. You know, I could see it. Maybe raining down on Sean McVay, right? That Rams Rams color, it, it, it does involve their color scheme, blue. Just saying. I like blue. What was it last year? Wasn't it orange? I believe it or I believe so. Oddly enough, orange, it is. Maybe? Orange being plus 180 is very suspect. Yeah, that is, that's fishy. What do they know? <laughs> it's like, do they know that the orange ones are right in the center, right where all the, you know, we think about how the Rams could end the game if we think they might be kneeling it. They'd probably be kneeling it if they're ending the game. So that means the offense is on the field. So maybe the defense sits right in front of the orange. I don't know. Maybe we're doing a lot. Maybe I need to do more research into this. But this is going to be like, a max play for me. So I have to really do it. It will be in the, and I do have to say on a side note so, uh, for my Super Bowl picks, that'll be live Saturday at 6 30 p.m. Eastern time. So definitely set that alarm, click that bell notification 24 hours in advance of the Super Bowl. My play will go live, but maybe we'll have a Gatorade color in there. But if I'm going to pick one, good. I'm going red. I'm going red. The value, you can't say you don't love the value, plus 750. That is just beautiful. And when I think about a Super Bowl, you know, the, the coaches always want to get like the most, the, the players always want to get the coaches the most obnoxiously dirty. And red is arguably the worst color that you can get on your white clothes or whatever clothes you might have on. And I think about if the Rams do win this game, they are on a whiteout. I don't know if their coaches are also wearing white, but if they are, red is your color. Well, I mean, look how how am I supposed to argue against a plus seven fifty? I love it. I'm j- I would I would have just been mad if you picked orange or or no shower. I mean, no shower. Excuse no, me. Orange is just orange and no shower are completely. You don't bet those. That's no value. Orange, there's no value in anything under plus two hundred on a literal Gatorade thing. And then no shower. What what are you? What what what? No, <laughs> who bets no, that? Get, get lost is what I say to those people. I mean, come on. This is this is the NFL. They're going. They they have a big. You know, that 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 should be plus ten thousand. That that's that's a rule out. Get that out of there. Uh, we're not going to do a national anthem because I haven't even looked at who's uh, who's singing it. But let's yeah. without further ado, let's cut the shenanigans. We're eleven minutes in. Give the people what they want. Let's talk Absolutely. about this game hard. We got the Rams. Obviously, four point favorites. As I already said, over under forty eight and a half points. Logan, if if people are Maybe first-time listeners to the podcast, which one, we mm-hmm. want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. But two, they probably don't know your allegiance. And so I want you to fill them in, and I want to tell them, want you to tell them what you're going with, what you like in this game, or maybe we'll give our plays in a second. Right. So, you know, this this story, and I love rehashing it because it makes me look smart. But uh, the so about halfway through the season, we were talking about, you know, Dark Horse Super Bowl people and and – you know, I, I kept always hinting that I liked the Bengals. I liked what they were doing. And then one week we put odds on it and we loved, and I, I told you, I love the value of plus 2000. So it, I absolutely have to ride with my pick into the ground. 
And I will take Bengals with points plus four. Bengals plus four is the play on this one. And here's why. You know, yes, I sprinkle on the money line. Absolutely, I could. And I and I will because I love my Bengals so much. Who day nation? I mean, this is you guys welcome me with open arms to your bandwagon. Absolutely. I, I, I love you guys. I love what the Bengals are doing. I love, you know, Joe Burrow. What 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 is not to like about this team? You know, they, they keep they keep embracing the underdog uh role and they keep, you know, <laughs> thriving in it. And you you think SoFi Stadium is gonna be too much of a task for them? Absolutely not. Bengals plus four. I could see that this is a scenario I could I could see. I could see the Rams potentially winning, but not covering. Maybe Rams by a field goal, right? I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people that bet the Rams you know, spread or Bengals money line outright. And usually that there's a middle ground in between it where Vegas always gets you and it could be Bengals with points. So I'm going to go ahead and, and ride with my, with my Bengals one are last you, time. Are you any bit concerned about the Bengals offensive line after it struggles against Aaron Donald, Von Miller and company? Absolutely. That's why I'm taking them with points because I just don't think, I don't think we can ignore what happened in the Tennessee game, Right. You know, my I I have a lot of football knowledge, and again, I I, I played it, so I I, I know it, it's not just as easy as snap your fingers and the offensive line's better. They they played really good against Kansas City, almost too good for a lot of people to forget what happened versus Tennessee. Normally, you don't win a football game when you get sacked nine times, so that is still in the back of my head. I'm still praying and hoping that the Bengals' offensive line can shut down the really good pass rushers in the Rams. So I mean that's I mean that's the big storyline that every everyone and their mother's talking about. But I mean I'm sure if if you're leaning Rams, that's something on your mind. Well, so we'll talk about my play. And you know what? I want to know one thing. I'm wearing a Jets a Jets polo right now. And you want to know something that the that the uh, the Rams will have in common with the Jets? They both will have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals after Sunday because yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals lost to my New York Jets and they. Just they didn't they don't deserve to be in the Super Bowl. I can't back a team that lost to the New York Jets. It just I can't do it. It goes against everything I believe in. The Jets are an abysmal franchise. We stink. And if you lose to them, you aren't allowed to win the Super Bowl. It's just the rules. I don't make them. And look, I understand everyone's gonna fall in love with Joe Burrow. I fall in love with him. I love his moxie. I love his confidence. I love his sunglasses. I love everything he plays for. But at some day, this one of these teams is a little more talented and a little more. Um, and they've more battle tested. I would argue that the Rams are that team. Now you look at the Bengals. Sure. They've really, you know, they beat the Titans. Great for them. They beat the Raiders. Great for them. They beat the Chiefs in a game that they, everyone counted them out and they came back and beat them. Really that defense stepped up and really kind of stymied uh, Patrick Mahomes. But I thought I felt Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs beat themselves in that game. They had too much PTSD of what had happened in the past where they had had leads and then they lost them and they just didn't, didn't know what to do. Whereas the Bengals coming into here. They have never really hit that that you know that adversity. They don't really know what it's like to lose a game like this. So they're just playing with house money. They're like, yeah, well, we'll just keep playing out there. I think the Rams, a little bit Matthew Stafford, a team that's pushed all the chips in. I think that offensive line will crumble for the Bengals. And we look at the Bengals and we look at the Rams offense. What does the Rams offense love to do? They love to run the football. And the Bengals defensive line is not very good at stopping the run. They might, you know, they might put up these stats that you might say, oh, this defensive line, defense is pretty good. They give up a ton of yards per attempt. They just haven't faced a ton of attempts. You think about the Raiders. Josh Jacobs had a great day, over 100 rushing yards. You think about last week, the Chiefs, or two weeks ago, the Chiefs ran the ball really well. It's just the Chiefs. They avoid, they just abandon the run whenever they can. You saw Jarek McKinnon and Clyde Edwards to lay a run. I think Cam Akers, spoiler, is due a pretty good game. And I we'll talk about him in a little bit. But 
I'm right with the Rams. Matthew Stafford, he might throw an interception, might throw two, but I think their defense and their offense will be able to get it done. That's why I'm taking the Rams minus the four points. And I've been a spread fade all season, but I am changing yeah. that tide and I'm cashing this one. No, no, season. no. I, you know, you, you, you hit on a lot of good points and I was sitting here saying, uh, I, I was sitting, you want to jump on, you want to jump on the trip. You can, you can, you can change your mind right now. You can come around. No, minus four. no, you're making, you're making me want to bet five units on the Bengals. <laughs> That's what you're making me want to do now because you sit here so confident week in and week out as a spread fade. You do this, you perfect, you're a professional spread fader. Yeah. And you know what? You I am do a win. Do you know that? I'm do a win. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm due <laughs> <a> win. <laughs> the, 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 the jets are do a super bowl then by that logic. Who would have thought we're talking about the Jets in, in the Super Bowl context? Take that shirt off. No, no just just kidding. That's for the COS All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, this it's gone downhill. But no, for real. I mean, we're 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 talking. Let, let's talk a little X and O's, right? So you're you're gonna put you're probably gonna put Jalen Ramsey on Jamar Chase, right? Okay, makes sense. And first of all, you're not going to necessarily lock down Jamar Chase. He's just too talented. I mean, he's still going to get his. He'll still get 60, 70 yards. But it's going to be those those second and third receiver, the Tyler Boyd and the T. Higgins, that really step up. And the Rams secondary ha- has gotten carved up a lot a lot of times, right? They you know they rise to the occasion sometimes. But old man Eric Weddle playing safety. Watch, watch the Bengals abuse him. The, the Bengals are going to rem- remind people that Eric Weddle retired, came out of retirement because the Rams were so desperate for the safety position. So they're 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 going to exploit that that Rams secondary. I'm I'm very confident in that. What I what I hope they do also, I hope they get Joe Mixon involved. I hope I hope it's just not a Joe Burrow drop back 40, 50 time type type game because yep, yeah, uh oh, like that 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 would be an uh oh scenario for the Bengals because like you said, the the offensive line. It's been a problem at some time. So if, if you if you keep the defense honest, Von Miller and all those talented pass rushers, Aaron Donald, they can't necessarily pin their ears back if the run's a threat. I have a question for you. Have you uh, did you see what Von Miller did in his last Super Bowl? Oh no! Stop. <laughs> we're, not, we're 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 not talking about that. Yeah, I had nightmares about Von Miller sacking Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Uh, it was it was a strip sack for a touchdown. Everyone remembers that one, but everyone also remembers Cam Newton not diving on the football and breaking every Carolina Panthers fan's heart simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. So I, what I hope from this game is that we get a good game. Now I don't, I, if my pick of the Rams minus four is a no sweat bet, I won't honestly be happy with it. I want at least a good game and something that we can, you know, talk about for years to come. Cause this NFL postseason, if we can end with a bang with Super Bowl week, It'll probably be one of the best postseasons we've ever seen in terms of just every single game being so good. So hopefully we get a good game here. But I don't know. I just I trust the talent of the Rams. And I think back to the last time Sean McVay and the Rams were in the Super Bowl, they stunk. What was the score? Like nine to six. It was it was an ugly game to watch. If we get another one of those games, I want I will consider both of us losers, regardless of final score, because we will have watched a terrible game. I don't think we yeah. get that this time, but yeah. I think Sean McVay will have been thinking about this games for so long, you know, trying to get back to the Super Bowl, all of his offensive game plan. Everyone considers him an offensive guru. And just last time he was in the Super Bowl, complete flop. But look, I like the Bengals. If you, you know, I have to be I have to be strong on my Rams because I know you're strong on the Bengals and I, I need to go against you in this one. But I'm I'm proud of the Bengals for all they've done this season. I think they'll be back here definitely another time in Joe Burrow's future, maybe a couple different times. But this Rams team, I think, is way too all in. They got a lot of guys just, you know, towards the back half of their career in terms of Stafford, Von Miller. 
I just think they a lot of guys are just playing for a lot more than the Bengals are. And so I'm I love I love the Bengals team. They're just not gonna get it done on Sunday. I'm sorry to say it. Sorry. I really well, like you, Bengals. I really Scott out there, one of our COS All-Stars. I'm sorry. I, I love Hootay Nation. <laughs> it's just not your time. It well, I, I'd argue that it is their time. I mean, what what what's crazy is that the Bengals actually, you know, spent a lot in free agency. They 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 yeah, I, I feel, them. They, they did really well in their hiring. Exactly. They, they, they've done well in the draft with Jamar Chase. They Obviously, there's holes at the offensive line. But, like, they went out and got Mike Hilton, right? Mike Hilton, not one, not one of those players that every casual fan knows. He's pretty much a lockdown corner. If you saw in the second half of what he did against Tyreek Hill, I expect more of that, Mike Hilton, and I need you to do that to Cooper Cup. Please. Fingers crossed he can do it. But, I mean, there's there's talent everywhere in that secondary of the Bengals. That's what's going to be the key here. Bengals defense, rise up, please, against against Cooper Cup. Make make Odell Beckham Jr. beat you. Make, make uh, I guess, the, the Rams running game. Like, if, they, if, if the Bengals can, can get out to maybe a little bit of a lead and make the Rams somehow play catch-up, you got them right where you want them because I'm telling you, the the, the Rams don't want to drop back. They they thrive on running the ball. That's that's what their game plan is. We talked about it every week. You know, they don't want Matt Stafford to have to go in in the game because Matt Stafford, I think he I think he actually led the league in interceptions. I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in that stat. Yeah, and get 17 of them exactly. And 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 Joe Burrow, I I know this for a fact, led the league in sacks. So you know, pretty much he's always on his back. I mean, so it, it, it's it's one of those those situations where the Bengals get a few explosive plays. May, may, maybe Matt Stafford has to play from behind. Houdet Nation, yeah, I mean, we're, we we're, we're getting the Bengals one. really this postseason. They really haven't. That's I mean, haven't started. And I mean, that Chiefs game they didn't start too strong. And in my yeah. opinion, they really have not beaten a lot of teams that are good on the road. Now that was my reasoning for taking the Chiefs in the last one, and that didn't pan out too well. Yeah, but that worked. They, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> work out too well, but. uh it just it's just hard to to trust that offensive line. And if the do get the Bengals do get down like they did against the Chiefs, the Rams defense is just much better than Chiefs. And they got a lot more interior guys that can force pressure. It's if you're doubling Aaron Donald, you got Von Miller coming off the edge and a bunch of other guys. I think it's gonna be tough. And now if they can establish a running game with Joe Mixon, that could be make the world of differences. But I feel like, you know, if this Rams team, if they can get up, I mean, we've seen Sean McVay's record when he leads at halftime. He's like Undefeated minus that one loss in week 18 to the 49ers, where they were up, what, 17-0. I just think if they can get a lead, which I think they will get a lead, they're at home. And granted, I know there's been a lot of uh, drama or whatever about the Rams not being able to pack their own own stadium. But this this goes a big way in building a big fan base in L.A. And it starts with winning a game like this, the Super Bowl, in front of all your home fans. You're going to build a fan base for really the next 30 to 40 years. So, the Rams need this win more than the Bengals. I mean, you're you're talking about the the off the field, you know, narratives, and that's cute, and right. And we can talk about Matt Stafford and what it would mean for him to get a Super Bowl and everything. But sorry, sorry, old man, we we got it. We got a way cooler, way more fun quarterback in in uh, Joe Burrow because he's he's just all, he's so icy, man. He, he's. He's You're just, making me want to shoot myself right yeah, now. The, the kid, the kids know. The kids know. It, um, but no, I, I mean, really, the the Bengals, the, nothing, nothing intimidates them. I love teams like that. I love teams that they get off the bus and they ex- they they expect to win because they they face the adverse situations. Exactly what you said. The Bengals haven't started <laughs> games great. I mean, imagine if they do. That's the that's the funny thing about it. Right? Like, imagine they're not trailing. Right. 
early. Boom. Hello, Rams. Gonna get run out of your own stadium. <laughs> let's let's go, Bengals. You made me you you made me fired up. I'm even more confident in them. Maybe you can keep the points. I'm sprinkling on the money. I don't care, <laughs> I don't care what you're saying. Speak, speaking of getting off the bus, did you see the the Bengals getting off the bus to go to Cincinnati's uh indoor indoor uh, field? Um no well, well i i saw i saw some some clips of it what what specifically are you talking about yeah that's, the Bengals are like the only team in the nfl without an indoor practice field oh, so they were yeah. practicing in in the cold and that was all icy and they had to travel to cincinnati the university of cincinnati i saw that on yes. bus all padded up just to go play in cincinnati's the bearcats uh practice field which is in a bubble I, I just don't I don't know how you win like that. I mean, props to the Bengals for getting it done. Hopefully with the Super Bowl endorsements and uh, merchandise sales, hopefully they can afford an pr- indoor practice field because those players <laughs> certainly deserve it. What are you talking about? This is the NFL. Of course they can afford it that for whatever reason they they choose to. Th- this is why the Bengals are so good because they choose <laughs> the, the uncomfortable, harsh conditions of practicing out in the cold. And you know what? In in LA, they're all sipping their their cocktails by the pool. They're just relaxing. They're they're going to a rude awakening when when those battle-tested boys from the north come down uh, and and invades uh California. I'm excited. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So let's move on and let's talk about Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, and I'm curious. I want your your realistic pick, and I want a dart throw from you because I have both of mine, and uh, I want to hear what you got. Okay, no, I'm 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 looking at this. I didn't put everyone on here. Uh, I stopped at plus forty five hundred and put McPherson on him on here just for you on the list. Yeah, of players. okay. But the lowest odds right now for the people that are just listening to the podcast: Stafford's at plus one hundred, Burrow plus two twenty five, Cup plus 600, Aaron Donald, plus 1,600, Jamar Chase, plus 18, OBJ, plus 828, Akers, plus 35, and then Higgins, Mixon, and Von Miller, plus 45. Um, I'm just curious, like, looking at this list, and we've had years where defensive players won it. Does it even list – are those, like, wild astronomical odds? I'm just curious, like, like what were – if, if you know, a, a DB were to get a couple picks or something, they, they might be the MVP. Who knows? Maybe a pick six or two. I'm just I mean, saying. it's notoriously a, a QB-dominated award. I mean, of look course. At past, I mean, I think well, – let me count. Uh, I mean, Brady and Mahomes have won it back-to-back years. Prior to that, it was Edelman, then Foles, Brady, then the Von Miller year, then Tom Brady, then a linebacker, and then before that, yes. it was like four straight QBs. So notoriously yeah. a, a QB-dominated award. So you'd imagine majority of people will be placing stuff on Stafford and Burrow, but I think today – this year might be a different – yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like I said. The outcome I could see happening is the Rams winning, but the Bengals covering. Yeah, the Rams win. It's gonna be on the back of Cooper Cup. Just that's just how it is. That, hello. Like we're, uh, we're this is this is a narrative thing. Cooper Cup has had one of the best seasons ever, if not the best, of a wide receiver. Nobody's stopping the the, the boy. He he's been amazing. Plus plus six hundred. You're giving me you're giving me hundred dollars to win six hundred. I'm taking that to the bank. That that actually seems like a lock to me. I like the pick. I like the pick. I like where your head's at. You got the right team winning, that's for sure. Um, my pick, and this is what I want to, and this is what I want to throw. I think this is the best value I see on the board. I don't think there's much value in Aaron Donald. He was like plus two thousand. Now he's down to sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. I think Cam Akers plus thirty five hundred is is worth the sprinkle. And here's why. If we think about the Rams, they want to run the ball. And we look at Cam Akers. He's going to be the guy that gets the majority of touches. I already talked about the Bengals rushing defense. 
And it doesn't allow a ton of, it hasn't allowed, you know, the number one yards in the league, but they do allow a lot of rushing yards per attempt. We're going to be so focused on stopping, obviously, Cooper Cup, probably Odell Beckham Jr. I could see Cam Akers having a very good day. If he gets to, I don't know, 100 yards and two touchdowns, it's going to be hard to not give him the give him the MVP. And so at plus 3,500 odds, I don't see OBJ winning it. I just don't. They no. would, the, this, the NFL hates him. They would never give him the Super Bowl <laughs> MVP, regardless of how good he plays. Uh, yeah. But I could see Cam Akers, just the story of coming back from a, an Achilles tear, just to, you know, go into the Super Bowl and have the game of your life after, you know, fumbling twice a couple weeks ago against the Buccaneers and then just having a complete reversal of fortune. And I just love the value on Cam Akers at plus 3,500 on DraftKings. I just think it's too good to pass up. And I'll be sprinkling on it. I, I I can see – look, I, I think there's a few ways to go here, right? You can you can obviously pick the Cam Akers one. But, I mean, even on the other side of the ball, if if you are – you know, if you hear, heard my Bengals argument and you're like, hey, Logan, maybe I could see him winning. Yeah, you know what? It might be on the back of Joe Mixon, right? It it, it easily could be. And plus 4,500 is just a ridiculous value on that. I mean, Stafford and Burrow, you, you're, you're going to have a lot of people betting on the QBs, as they, you know, as they should, because it is a QB-dominated award. But every now and then you get a non-quarterback to win, and I'm just saying it. Cooper Cup is fits the bill there. But also, I mean, Cam Akers, you're right. On, on that side of the ball, the, the question is, does Sony Michelle take away too much from him? That's the question. It could Sean be. McVay and when I'm looking at this, the Super Bowl winners, like there has not been a running back since Terrell Davis for the Broncos back in what? Super Bowl is that 30, 37? They're 30, due. <laughs> 32 maybe. Yeah, there hasn't been a one in a while. So maybe they are due a winner. It seems like it's a lot more either a linebacker or a wide receiver or QB that's going to win it. I do like the Cooper Cup call. I think the value on that one is pretty good. Plus 600. I mean, this is a guy that's dominated all season long. Could we see Cooper Cup get two touchdowns? Yes, he's done it before. Yeah. Maybe Cooper Cup gets both of Matthew Stafford's touchdowns, and maybe Stafford throws an interception or two. That's going to deflate his stats, and he doesn't play a perfect game. It wouldn't surprise me. We look at the last couple of QBs. I mean, they've all played pretty well in terms of Brady played well last year, Mahomes the year prior, all those guys led comebacks. So I think Cooper Cup, I mean, you saw Julian Edelman win it three years back. Why not Why not Cooper Cup? He's I'm Julian just- Edelman on steroids. I'm just, yeah, Julian Edelman wishes he could be Cooper Cup. But, I mean, if it, if you're looking at the logic here, like Matt Stafford, if if he, if he Cooper Cup doesn't have a ridiculous Cooper Cup-type game, I'm here to tell you it, the Rams aren't going to win this game. They, they, they're just not. Like, they're, they, they absolutely, when their backs are against the wall, you saw it in the 49ers game. Who do they go to? Cooper Cup. Time and time again, it's what they do. So it, it, it's kind of one of those – it goes hand in hand. Matt Stafford's probably going to inflate his own stats by inflating Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup's done it all year for him. I don't know. I, I, that, like I said, the narrative is there pretty much. It's not like Cooper Cup's just going to have a, oh, where did that kind of come from game? If he if Cooper Cup ends up with 100 yards, two touchdowns, everyone's going to be like, it's exactly what he's done all year. So, yes, I, I agree with you there. But, I mean, Stafford at plus 100, that, that's just – I'm just begging people, don't please don't bet that. Like, yeah, he there's might no win real value on that. I yeah, can see Burrow, maybe. I can see I Burrow know. going for the value, but you might as well just take Bengals money line at that point because I don't know what yeah. Bengals money line value is. But I mean, he he's not winning it if they don't win outright. And Bengals money line is plus one sixty five, plus one seventy. So the fifty, I know plus one seventy to plus two twenty five, not a big change. I would just take Bengals money line because Burrow's not winning it if they do not win the game. It's you very. I don't know when the last time we saw a a Super Bowl yeah, MVP that's... from the losing team. It's been. 
I don't even know when the last one was, but it's been a long time. And it, so if you're going to bet Burrow, I'd probably just take Bengals money line and ride with it into the grave because there's no, I don't, I don't think the value is there. Unless your book has a much better line at like plus 300, then, then yeah. maybe Burrow's worth a sprinkle onto it. I could see it. Yeah. Who knows? Evan McPherson plus 15,000. 15, you are just absolutely begging me to talk about my boy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He he has a he has a Super Bowl MVP odds. That is absolutely insane. I mean, he's that, been arguably their MVP of the postseason. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, as a that kicker's never won, right? Who I think they're due. I think, and if it's gonna <laughs> if, it, if it's gonna if it's gonna be a, a kicker, it's gonna be Evan McPherson. Look, I don't know if, if a lot of people know this, but if you if you know you just listening to this and you don't know what I'm talking about. I have homework for you. Go look at the trick shot video Evan McPherson did while he was a Florida Gator, also while I was in school. And he he kicked a, a football up on a railing and it hit the bottle cap and like spun the bottle cap. It was ridiculously precise, but it just goes to show you how talented of a kicker he is. And kickers don't give much love. This is football, right? But Evan McPherson is a very, very good talent and don't sleep on him. Or the yeah, sprinkle. I mean, this is two, two elite kickers. I would definitely say the, the Bengals have the... The lead here with McPherson, Matt Gay is solid, but he has missed some kicks, doesn't have the, as yeah. great of a leg as McPherson. But you're right, McPherson's been dominant. He's really the reason that the Bengals are here. I mean, without him, this team would probably be sitting on the couch watching, watching the postseason. That guy carried them yeah. to the Titans game, made that big clutch kick against the Chiefs. He's they would have made the playoffs without him. That's that that that's how it is because he won them games at the end. And I'm just saying, if this this game's tight, kicker kicker for kicker, give me money, Mac. That's, that's that's his nickname so give, hey give i like all these value picks we're giving you guys i want you guys to let your us know your favorite value pick and let us know if you're going heads or tails in the comments down below because i'm curious where the, where the cos community is lying but yeah we're i don't do you have anything else you would like to chat about before we wrap up this podcast no it's a little bit shorter one but we'll definitely have a lot of different things to talk about next week but it's got to give this one to all the super bowl love yeah, no, I, I, I think we hit on everything. This is this is what makes you know the everything about betting fun because you can find so so many weird bets in the Super Bowl. But you know, bet responsibly. My 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 parting words is you don't you don't want to lose your house on on one game, right? It's fun, and a lot of people bet a lot on it. But just just be responsible. I agree with that. I mean, people need to realize that like two to three million new people are coming into the betting market, um, starting yeah. in the Super Bowl. So. There's going to be tons of money on it. So if, if something looks too good to be true, you probably it's because it is too good to be true. These lines are going to be super sharp. So like I said, Saturday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time will be my super up. I'll have two player props, my spread pick, which you already know from this video. And then I'll have a same game parlay kind of dart throw. Maybe a couple other things just because it's Super Bowl. It's our last NFL video until September. Maybe I'll do one for the Hall of Fame game again, but it's going to be a while before we have yeah. another one. Yeah, I know. Everyone, go show him some love on his video and and cry, cry. You can feel free to put some sad comments on it too about how much you're gonna miss football because once the Super Bowl is over, sorry guys, you got you got boring NBA to follow. Yeah. Hey, the NBA is heating up. We'll be talking about the trade deadline <laughs> next week, which I'm sure we'll have some crazy trades by the time. Uh, Maybe by the time this podcast goes live, there's already been crazy trades today. So maybe we'll break down some uh, trade deadline talk next week, but. Man, oh man, the Super Bowl. Enjoy it. Uh, bet responsibly. Manage that bankroll. You don't need to put a, a full max unit on uh, heads or tails, but it is fun to kind of watch at the beginning of the game. Enjoy the game with your friends and family. And man, this has been calling our shot. 
podcast episode number 24 if you haven't subscribed or downloaded the podcast go down below and hit those both good day nation <laughs> who day well i'm going with the rams logan's going with the Bengals. we'll be back next week to talk about the super bowl talk about the nba trade trade deadline talk about your guys questions it's going to be a good week so stay tuned for that super bowl video on saturday and man oh man it's been the call on our shop podcast it's been austin for logan and we'll catch you guys in the next one peace out everyone